0: Just listen like you would listen to music with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today, um, if you're listening to this or watching it live, is International Women's Day. And I've written a post about women and confidence, because it it really can seem, can't it, that, that there's something missing, I suppose, in women's confidence that somehow we've learned as women a slightly different way of being in the world to men. Now, I think that's changing. I think we are raising our daughters in a different way. But it's so hidden a lot of it a lot of the learning that goes on as we grow up as women what we may see is possible for us what's okay for women to do how it's okay for women to behave where we see women and when we don't see women and and even just down to as young women well me particularly you know I was I was born in 1971 and you know there was still back then um <clears throat> an awful lot of jobs where you would never see a woman even doing that job and I think that's why in a way there's I, I hear I hear the frustration of of the women's movement in terms of what is not accessible to women and and how the change doesn't happen fast enough and but I also can sit with some level of patience Because everyone, whether it's women or men not treating women as we might like them to, all of that has been learned. All of that is human beings doing the best they can with the thinking that looks true to them. And it's going to take a while to unlearn it. But I think part of the problem is, is that, We're trying to kind of change it all at the wrong end, at the behaviour end of things. We're trying to have people behave differently by telling them it's wrong to behave the way they're behaving. And I'm sure you've seen it in yourself. Real, deep, easy, natural behaviour change does not come from trying to force behaviour to change it really does come from us seeing something different, from us realising something different about how the world works. And for the vast majority of us, that is a big part of that is going to be starting to see that our thinking isn't true. So for the women who perhaps are not putting themselves out there as much as, you know, as they could, as, as, certainly not as much as they're capable of, it's seeing that the thoughts that say you can't do that are not true. They're just some old learning that we did very, very many years ago. And perhaps, uh, and, you know, then and for the men who are, you know, treating women differently because they're women, excluding them or stopping them moving up inside a business or whatever, it's the same thing, really. It's thinking that looks true, when it isn't. Because the truth is, there are some physical differences between men and women. Nobody's going to deny that, I'm sure. But there are not many things that women can't do that men do. I mean, I've seen the exciting changes in sports. I was very fortunate to go watch the England rugby league, ladies rugby league team, Play in the Rugby League World Cup, and they were absolutely phenomenal. Um, I dare to say better than the men. (laughs) Very, very skilled. And when I was a girl, you know, there was no women playing rugby, really. Um, Or if there were, there were few and far between, and it was a bit of a surprise. And now, women playing football on a high level, women playing rugby on a high level, is becoming more. Now, somebody's going to say, but they're not paid as much, it's not as high profile, etc. cetera. But we, we are, and this is where the patience comes in. This is where the, right, this is what is, what's the next step comes in. Because we are talking about turning around a huge beast of thinking that has been around for 2,000 years. For two thousand years, men have been top dog, and really, this journey of women moving into into different spaces um in life has been on the go for about a hundred years really <laughs> about a hundred years you know it's not it's just more a bit more than a hundred years since women got the vote so. For me, I find it really helpful to focus on the, the, the distance we've already come, which is really exciting. So why is this session called unlearning to be confident? Well, because it's the downright opposite to what you are being told you need to do. Whether you are a man or a woman, it doesn't really matter. You're being told that you need to learn to be confident. In actual fact, and this again is pointing to those innate qualities that you have. You were born confident. You are confident. You have confidence. Confidence is is, is who you really are. And then you've learned to think. You've learned some things along the way. And these are the things that we can look towards unlearning. I love Claire Diamond kind of talks about it as re-parenting. Your your own parents can't do this anymore because (laughs) you're too old, most of you. Um, But we can start to provide those experiences in our life that begin to help us learn a different way of being because that's what we're looking for, isn't it? To be different in the world, to feel different, to think differently and therefore to act differently to how we are doing now. So in the case of confidence, that will probably mean doing something that we didn't previously think we could do, something new or something that we've been able to do in the past and suddenly found we couldn't do anymore, we didn't think we could do anymore. And so really confidence isn't something that we learn to be or get we can't develop confidence, we can't grow it, it doesn't come in, it's not coming into us. The process really is a process of revealing. It's a process of uncovering what's, what's really inside us, and that is your innate confidence. So the kind of things we might be unlearning is that, you know... Something somebody Ted said to us at some point about how we can't do that, you know. I imagine girls, as much boys too, but girls being told, Well, you you can't do that, that's not for you. And it can just be a little off-the-cuff comment said with a bit of a sneer or a bit of vigour that can create that belief that we're not supposed to be in a particular space. It's, it can happen just so quickly. And I'm not advocating, poking around in the past, trying to find which particular, excuse me, which particular statement it was, which particular incident it was that's created our issue with, with the particular, doing a particular thing. Doesn't really matter. But what we can start to do is we can start to become aware that there are some thoughts in our head that are of low quality. They are thoughts that we learned to think way in the past. They kept us safe in some way, probably at some point, because none of us like to be told that we're not okay. So we, um, so we 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 do things to try and avoid that happening. So if we did something when we were younger and somebody said, oh, you're a bit rubbish at that, um, that probably didn't feel very nice. And so now we, we're going to avoid doing that thing and things that are similar. The example I often use is, you know, you read your poem to the class as a child and everybody laughs and the teacher says, well, you know, you, that's not very good. You need to go off and do some work on that but it's probably more the other children laughing that's, that's created a, a way of being in the world. And then for the rest of our lives, we don't want to speak out in public. We don't want to share. We don't want to... Um, you know, we don't want to... put ourselves out there, I suppose, is a way to say it. Because it's too painful and it's too scary. So... That's why it's unlearning, because we learned something in that incident and it's hung around for a really, really long time. So now we want to unlearn it. And sometimes that can happen just through some awareness. Oh, you know, there's that that habitual thought that I have bobbing around up there. There it goes again. And having that kind of, oh well, kind of relationship with it. And knowing too <clears throat> that if we believe it, if we follow it, it is going to take us on a path to a path away from where we really want to go in life. So that's a little bit on unlearning on to be confident rather than learning to be confident. You don't have to learn to be confident because your confidence is innate but there are definitely some things that you could do with unlearning, and that is whether you are a woman, a man, or a child. And and just having said that, you know, they're the people I can help. <laughs> because humans, please, yeah, humans. Humans who are not feeling confident, doesn't matter what age they are, um, or are just not being the way they want to be in the world. That's what I can help with. So please do reach out if there's anything in this podcast that you just think, yep, I can kind of see what she's saying, but I need a little bit more help with that. And um, take care. Lots of love. And I shall see you or whatever in the next one. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downham, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.